going on everybody this is just another critic and it is officially week 10 of college football and today we're going to be touching on those predictions for you i'll be going over four of the top i guess four matchups that we have coming into this week basically the four matchups that actually matter that people will be watching um that have college football implications and obviously I typically save the biggest matchup for last, but this week I wanted to change it around. And if that gives you any hint, then you should know the first matchup that I want to talk about is Alabama versus LSU. Now, like I said, starting off this week with the biggest matchup of the week, technically, if you look at it, it's really a college football playoff semifinal with number one facing number three. Um, As we all know, coming into this matchup, Alabama has dominated the head-to-head. They're actually eight and two uh, in this head and head, and seven and zero in the last seven matchups. So a ton of questions coming into this game by fans, analysts, etc. And really, they're wondering if Alabama is a real deal. Uh, can Tua perform versus an versus an elite defense? Can they put up the same numbers as they already have, uh, but versus a legitimate team? The media and the fans, uh, year around, year to year continue to see, uh, will continue to say Alabama hasn't played anyone, they haven't been tested, and I get it, I really do, but at the end of the day, we are going to come to the same conclusion and see them in the college football playoff, and people typically come up with that opinion after seeing Alabama thrash their opponents week to week, yet I ask the question, uh, you know, when playing Alabama, what team looks good? Who? Tell me. Any team in the nation, when they're playing Alabama, who looks good? So when you come up to the conclusion saying Alabama hasn't played anybody good, really anybody that they play will not look good versus Alabama. Who looks good in a matchup versus Alabama? Tell me. The answer is no one. And yes, this is, you know, arguably their biggest game of the season, excluding the college football playoff, as well as the SEC championship. Um, however, this will also be LSU's biggest game of the season where we, where we as, as uh, college football fans will find clarity and, and, you know, figure out just how good this team is. People questioning whether or not to, you know, whether or not, um, you know, they're able to get the job done, uh, whether he has composure to, you know, make drives versus this elite defense. This is Tua that I'm talking about. Um, and truth is we already got our answer, whether or not Tua is capable of getting the job done, whether he has composure, whether he can make, you know, these five to 10, uh, yard throws. We already got that answer in the national championship game last year. I don't think there's any situation that can put him under the same type of pressure that he faced coming into the second half of that game, the national championship that is versus Georgia. And note, he was a true freshman with quote-unquote no meaningful snaps coming into that game. The crazy thing is we haven't seen the full force of the Alabama offense just yet, okay? The running game isn't nearly as utilized as it is, as it has been in the past, and Tua typically wins games in the first half, which makes me think that Alabama hasn't even used the full playbook yet. Now, I may sound like an Alabama advocate right now, but really I'm just a realist. I'm a realist, and the reality is Alabama is just better than everyone. Adding Tua to that equation 
they're nearly unstoppable. Um, now, that doesn't mean I'm not giving LSU a chance. LSU probably matches up, uh, you know, the best on paper defensively. They have the talent, they have the athletes, and they have a great defensive coordinator in, in Aranda. However, I believe the difference will be on the um, – I believe the defense will be on the field so much that by the third and fourth quarters they'll be worn out, worn down, and Alabama will have a much easier time, I guess, uh, so to say, scoring and putting the football in the end zone, kicking field goals, just putting points on the board in general. Um, most people have touched on what Alabama's offense would be facing versus LSU, yet one key piece that a lot of people have failed to look at is what is LSU's offense going to produce versus this Alabama defense? Now, it seems like with Tua arriving, we've all forgot that Alabama has been a dominant defense over the past decade, and that hasn't stopped this year. They're allowing 15 points a game, uh, and there's a whole bunch of more statistics to go with how good they are on defense. They've been, you know, speaking to the LSU offense, they've been very inconsistent this year. And Alabama starters, they have got a lot of rest this year. With Coach Saban putting in the backups late in the third, fourth quarter. And I do think LSU defensively may have some success early, but they cannot stop this offense for four quarters. My final score for this matchup is Alabama 41, LSU 14. Once again, final score Alabama 41, LSU 14. Moving on to the next matchup, we are in the Big Ten. We've got Michigan taking on Penn State, massive college football implications for Michigan. Uh, the head-to-head -head on this matchup is actually 5-5 five and five coming into the season. There was high expectations for this Michigan team. Defensively, we knew that they had the talent and the coaching, um, and they hadn't been consistent over the past few years being a top-five defense in the nation. Yet offensively, we still had tons of questions, and those questions have yet to be answered, I, in my personal opinion, as Michigan continues to um, not necessarily struggle, but they don't, they're not necessarily playing at another level, um, that we, that we haven't seen before. They're kind of, they're kind of still an average offense. Um, I believe this matchup versus Penn State is a bad matchup for Michigan just because of what McSorley brings to the table. He's very elusive and knows, uh, knows how to find the open man. Um, and if he can, you know, if he's much healthier than he was last game, I know he was wearing a knee brace. If he's wearing that brace, it's going to be tough for him to be the same mix order that we've seen in the past. But he, if he is close to 100%, um, I, th I think um, McSorley is a very dangerous guy. And I think this game will give us clarity on just how good this Michigan team really is. And this matchup, I actually have Penn State pulling out the upset. That is if we have a healthy McSorley. If not, I think that changes the outcome of the game. Um, but I do have Penn State pulling out the upset 31 to 27. Moving on to the third matchup of uh, our predictions, we have Georgia taking on Kentucky. Now, as we head back into this SEC matchup, uh, we have a massive matchup between Kentucky and Georgia, both playing for a college football playoff spot. Neither team can afford to lose. That's obvious. Georgia has dominated this matchup with a 9-1 and head-to-head record. And Kentucky, really a one-dimensional offense that loves to run the ball and occasionally throws a play action. Uh, they've got a dual-threat quarterback. Um, but Georgia, it's just a completely different matchup when it comes to talent. Georgia with 
two elite 11 quarterbacks, um, you know, NFL prospects at the running back position. We all knew who holds the edge when it comes to talent in this matchup. Like I said, a few analysts believe Kentucky will pull off the upset, but I just don't see that happening. At the end of the day, Georgia's going to stack the box, stop the run, force Kentucky to beat them through the air, and I just don't believe Kentucky is capable of doing that versus this type of Georgia defense. Um, Like I mentioned, Georgia's going to make them one-dimensional, try to force them to pass the ball, which they just don't do as well uh, versus this type of elite defense. And I have Georgia winning this matchup 34-17. Once again, Georgia takes the W 34-17. Moving into our last matchup, we've got West Virginia taking on Texas. Now, if you've followed my videos in the past, when Texas went on that run, I said Texas is not back. And I still believe that to this day. They just, you know, took a loss versus Oklahoma State. I just don't think offensively they're as dynamic as they need to be to compete in the college football playoff. I do think they uh, are competitive enough to be in the top 10. I just don't see them in that top six just yet. Um, You know, Sam Ellinger, he's a playmaker. He definitely is, but he's a run first quarterback. He prefers to tuck it and run over defenders. Um, they're more of a power football type team. West Virginia, they air it out. That's what they do. Um, they do have a few good running backs, um, but rarely, r- rarely run the ball. They're obviously, if you watch college football, West Virginia just loves to air it out. Will Greer, Heisman candidate, um, and they're still in contention for the college football playoff. If they can go ahead and win this game. Then they're going to go ahead and take on Oklahoma, and they're probably going to have a rematch uh, versus one of these two teams in the Big 12 championship. If they can win out, they still have a chance at the college football playoff. Now, with that being said, the way that Oklahoma State's offense tore up that Texas defense, Oklahoma State is basically a lesser West Virginia when it comes to the passing game. West Virginia has better wide receivers. West Virginia has a better quarterback. And... I mean, up until this point, they've shown that they have better O-line. So coming into this game, Texas is going to be taking on a better passing attack. And I, they had they couldn't stop Oklahoma State's passing uh, attack, and they couldn't stop Oklahoma's passing attack. What makes you think they're going to be able to stop West Virginia's passing attack? I just don't see that happening. Now, West Virginia on the defensive side of the ball, they have been inconsistent at times, but they've been better than they have been in the past. Um, I don't think they're going to completely stop Texas. I do think they're going to slow them down in certain areas. This is going to be a shootout, and I think it's going to come down to the fourth quarter. And I have West Virginia beating Texas 37-31. to 31. Once again, my final score, West Virginia beats Texas 37-31. to 31. Um, With that being said, guys, those are all the predictions I'm going to be touching on today. Those top four. Uh, top matchups, four matchups. Um, like like I always say, if you agree, awesome. Drop them in the comments. I would love to hear from you. Love to hear your opinion. Um, if I missed anything, also drop it in the comments. Hit me up on Twitter. Follow my podcast. Um, that's about uh, all I've got to cover today. This is Justin of the Critics signing off, and we'll catch you another one. Peace out.